Three, what's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, Daryl? Yeah, man, we back, we back. Um, I see we we all uh, got the we got the theme song going. Um, early in the in the podcast, something a little different. So we back, man. Episode three for everybody that's listening, man. Um, huge XFL weekend, man. Huge XFL weekend. What what what's your thoughts on the weekend, man? Start off. Yes, I thought the football was awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, man, we were both at the games. I was working. He was there. Uh, both loved the atmosphere. The atmosphere was nothing short of electric. Man, nothing short is an understatement, man. Um, <clears throat> it was. It's, I'm, I'm still <laughs> recovering from Saturday. Today is uh, Today is Monday. February tenth, man, and I'm still recovering from uh Saturday. I lost my voice and it, it's crazy. I think I lost you know what play I think I lost my voice on the uh the 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 block punt. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. I can see a lot of people losing their voice on that one. The the Elijah you know, Campbell block punt, man. That, that was it. That hit me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I think a lot of people, you know, first touchdown in defender's history. I think a lot of people will be losing their voice over that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, we got a lot to uh lot to cover, man, from an exciting weekend of football. Um mm, let me see. Well, first we could start off with uh the theme songs from from each songs. Like I said, uh we started off with the uh, the DC uh theme song. The defenders, the team theme song. So, each team got their own theme song, and the XFL got its own theme song. And uh, have you have you heard all eight of them? Well, nine of them, including the XFL theme song. Yes, um, I heard all eight of them. Uh, my favorite will be nine. My fr- yes. Oh, or oh, I'm sorry, nine, nine <laughs> XFL. Yeah, including the XFL XFL theme song. Um, yes, I, I really enjoyed um, our theme song because um, it, it had DC culture in it. You know, Go-Go, you know, mm-hmm. got it, like rapping in, in the background. Um, I really like St. Louis. I think it was a, a catchy theme song. Um, yeah, I think I couldn't. Well, I <laughs> I, I really like their theme song. I, I, um, I think I played it more than the Defenders. <laughs> no, it uh, couldn't be. It couldn't be. <laughs> I just really no, I, 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 yeah, I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, yeah, the the theme songs, man, is definitely different. Uh, definitely diverse. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was surprised that uh, a lot of well, it, it was mixed. I, I heard a lot of uh, different mixed feelings about it, and um, so did I. Yeah, it it wasn't bad, man. I, I don't I don't. I don't believe it was bad. It was decent. The DC one that was, uh, of course, I heard that one when the uh, when the defenders had came out. So they played that song when they came out, um, and I heard that in the stadium. So I was like, "Oh man, that's that's 
that hit different when I heard it the first time on YouTube. So uh, I got to listen. I got to listen to a couple of them. Um, it, I feel like it was. A, was it the same person doing each song? Um, at least I think so. It felt like it, it. they sounded alike. They did yeah. sound alike. Um. Yeah, and especially the person. I mean, it's like they had two of the same people. Like this okay. one singer. Like I heard while I was listening to Tampa Bay's. Um, it's like I heard the same singer. The person was singing, not rapping, and in the XFL in the XFL theme. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess they like rotate, um, rotate or whatever. Uh, the people who be doing the song so but yeah um i yeah i agree the the uh things were mo- the most of the things were decent some i just didn't really i couldn't really get into <laughs> i felt that one i couldn't i couldn't get into a couple of them i was like wait what so <laughs> right but, but i definitely felt the dc one um yeah so yeah so let's uh <clears throat> let's jump into uh the recaps man so this is these these were the uh the recaps from around the league so I mean, and even though the Defenders and uh, Dragons games was first, um, I'm going to start off with uh, the second game from Saturday uh, with uh, the L.A. Wildcats and the Houston Roughnecks with the Roughnecks topping off the Wildcats 37-17, to 17, man. Um, so we could kind of – I mean, so what was your take on that game, the, the one you saw? The Well, the – from the from the highlights, or I'm sure you was at, still at work when the game was going on. So from what from the highlights and what you saw, like what do you what was your take on the Wildcats and the Roughnecks game? So my take, um, I did not see much of the game. I saw the ending of it. Mm-hmm. I did see the highlights though. My goodness, that that dude PJ Walker man <laughs> went off. <laughs> oh my goodness, he I did I I knew he was talented from. Preseason, but my goodness, I didn't think he, he right now he he's looking like the MVP right now. I have to say, like he he's basically a XFL's Deshaun Watson. Like my mm-hmm. goodness, I, I was like uh, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. You think Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. I I want to come. I think Patrick Mahomes. It, he was slinging. It. <laughs> oh yes, he was. I I think Patrick Mahomes is. <laughs> I don't know. I think that 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 talent is just one of a kind. But I, I definitely say Deshaun Watson in my opinion. And it's funny. It's it, I do find it ironic that um, he's playing in Houston. <laughs> right. Very so ironic. yeah, very ironic. And yeah, I, I see a lot of Deshaun Watson. Man, he like the the way he can escape pressure. How accurate he is. Did you see? Um, the play where he thread the, the needle, like the man, like there's not a lot of quarterbacks in um in the XFL that I've seen from the XFL that can make that throw. That's an NFL throw right there. Man, he I, thread the needle. It was I think it was like a DB and a uh, cornerback and a safety on him, and he just he just thread the needle. The receiver went up still. It was still catch catchable enough for the receiver to uh come down with it. I think that was so Phillips, right? Phil, not No, it wasn't Cam Phillips. It was um, number 28. I forgot his name. Mm. 
wasn't Cam Phillips though. It it wasn't even a touchdown. It was a, a play uh, to set up a touchdown. Mm. Oh, the the one that they got down. I think it was uh, <clears throat> in in the five yard line, right? Right. It was with like right. in the five yard line. Um, yeah. But I forgot. I think it was was it Mobley. No, Mobley? not Mobley. Hmm. Hmm. I can't. I, I off the top of my head, I can't. I remember. I remember his jersey number. I think it was thirty three. Jersey number thirty three, and I think he was either Holly. Was Holly? Yeah, Holly. Holly. He was a. I I think he's a receiver. Is he? A, he's got to be a slot because I saw him lined up in the slot. So, um, right. Yeah. And he came back from what I was from what they were saying. He came back off of three or four ACL tears. Mm, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, three or four. I think it was four ACL tears, and like he he he's got a history, man. And uh, it felt good. Like um, I'm sure it felt good for him, um, making that play and coming back, man. I'm sure he's trying to do what everybody else is doing and trying to make a comeback or uh, just doing it for the game. So that was dope, man. I was like, whoa, four ACL. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine. But um, right. Go ahead. Oh no no no! I was just agreeing with you. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, so that was that was that was a a huge uh, game for Houston, man. Uh, L.A. I don't know, man. I, they, so they just they just released their defensive coordinator and their defense their their linebacking captain. He's a captain on defense. He's a linebacker, Anthony Johnson. They just released him too, uh, and it's it's I don't know. I, I, it's something going on in LA that needs to be explained, but uh, nobody has the answers. Uh, I guess it started off with the defensive coordinator getting um, getting fired. So that was huge news today for uh, the XFL. Uh, we're getting uh, Josh Johnson back for LA. So um, hopefully that offense will change because. Man, the, what I saw, I was like, "What in the world?" Kanoff, he he was. He had his of, moments. Yeah, <laughs> he had his moments. Yeah, um, but it, it you could just tell that they they need that help at the uh, at the quarterback position. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that um, I'm hoping that Josh Johnson could be that uh, difference maker. Yeah, so um. You know, I, I really do hope Josh Johnson can be um, that difference maker as well. Uh, he definitely does have the NFL experience um, to his underneath his belt. Uh, we'll see how that would translate in the XFL. Um, yeah, I do think it, it may be something. And, I, and my gut is telling me it may have something to do with the Sean Oakman situation. Um mm. Yeah, I just think it may have something to do with Sean Ogan being cut and re-signed like two, two, two weeks later. So, I don't know. I think it's definitely something to keep an eye on. But, yeah. Um, then we're going <clears> to <throat> jump to the Tampa Bay Vipers versus the New York Guardians from game one on Sunday. And, shoot, <laughs> man. New York Guardians defense was crazy, crazy, and the Vipers were struggling yes. on offense. 
they, they kept switching from Aaron Murray and Quentin, uh, Quentin Flowers. I thought, I don't know. I'm definitely sure if, if Mark Tressman know what he's doing, he, I'm definitely sure Quentin Flowers should start next week. I don't know. I like, like I said, from, um, from the, I think it was the first podcast we talked about the quarterbacks and, right. and, um, I'm not a believer in Aaron Murray, man. I never liked him in 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 Atlanta. The A, yeah, yeah, in Atlanta, the the legend. So, just on a college level, he dominated. But when you get to playing the you know the next level of pro football, not being in the NFL, which is big too. You know, you ain't in the you ain't in the NFL. So, um, you playing, you starting quarterback for, um. I guess you can say uh, upcoming professional pro team. Fo- yeah, upcoming professional football team, and and it's yeah. it's looking bad. I, I I was shaking my head. I was watching it on the way home, and I just kept shaking my head. I'm like, man, Aaron Murray just yeah. So you can tell when Quentin Flowers came in, it gave a spark to the offense because they were doing a whole lot of different things than when Aaron Murray was there. I mean, Quentin Flowers taking off with his feet. Um, they were doing RPOs. Uh, he got he got a little cannon on him, man. So. Uh, hopefully next week um, they can definitely start Quentin Flowers. Um, but the Guardians, man, that defense—it's—it's it's gonna be hard for us next week, man. We're gonna have a—we're gonna have our work cut out. <laughs> um, Mc, uh, McGloin was looking decent out there. Well, he was—he was actually looking good, better than decent. Um, but yeah, well, definitely. Um, I was pretty skeptical on his play. Uh, from. I know he played in the NFL from Oakland. I, went, I didn't know too much about him though. That's probably why I was so skeptical. He but, went, um, yeah, he, he he went fifteen for twenty nine, one hundred eighty two yards and a touchdown. So yeah, two touchdowns actually. If you count the one rushing. Oh well, the rushing one, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. But I thought he was, I thought he was very very poised. I was impressed. I have to say, I was impressed. Um, yeah, he was. <clears throat> I want to say, okay, from what I took from that game, I can say that Tampa Bay just don't have a, a true identity on offense. It seemed like they want to be a pass, they want to be more of a passing team, but they're they're a running team to me, and here's why: they rushed for 150 yards on that defense. And of course, the scoreline is not going to say it, but I think if they would have just kept running the ball, I think they would have been in that game. But I think you know, Mark Tresson really prides himself on the West Coast offense, so I guess you know he wants to pat, he want to be a passing team. So, um, yeah, I, I want to say that you know Tampa Bay has to find the identity, or else I think this will um, be a really long ten game season for them. Mm-hmm. Um. Guardians, on the other hand, um, yes, I, I I think they're a really good passing defense for sure. Um, they can take the ball away, put pressure. I think they had four sacks, I believe. Man, Victor. Um, oh, Darius Victor. They can also gr- ground and pound you too. Man, that man, uh, that man, Victor is a beast, man. For, yeah, running back. <laughs> But, um, a lot of um, New York fans say that, yeah, he remind me of Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, he is a big dude. Yeah, because <clears throat> of how big he is and how he runs. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. I, that's definitely going to be an interesting game. 
Um, I hope that we can make this a rivalry game. I really do. DC versus New York. Uh, Guardians defenders. I mean, the names says it all. It just asks for a rivalry. So, yeah, we'll definitely see. So that that's that's a that's gonna be our uh, our battle next week. So we'll see. Um, <clears throat> then the last. Oh, and one more thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. Um, um, Cardell Jones and Matt McGloin were rivals in uh, college, Ohio State, Penn State. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah, that's all. That's another thing I want to add too. So that's that's a okay. big thing. That's a big thing too. Uh, yeah. Being being as though they rivals, so <laughs> we'll see, man. Um, then the, the last game was I was waiting for this game, highly anticipated game. Um, kind of, I mean, it was it was. You could tell that it was it was the first game for them. Um, the other teams, I really couldn't tell. Definitely for the Guardians and uh, the Defenders, the Dragons, and uh, Houston, like you can really mm-hmm. tell that those, you know, they didn't. It didn't. It, you couldn't tell that those were first games for them. Like it would look like they was jailed as a team, you know. But with right. uh, with the the Battle Hawks and the Renegades game, the St. Louis Battle Hawks and Dallas Renegades, I I don't know. Um, uh, so I mean, I could start off by saying, um, Dallas definitely needs some work on offense. Um, Philip Nelson, uh, uh, he looked he looked decent, but uh huh, go ahead. I think that would be solved as soon as Landry Jones gets back on the field. Yeah, I was getting ready to tell you that. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, man, I'm sure the aspect of the the whole offense would change with uh, Landry Jones. Um, the defense, um. They play okay, but they let a lot of big plays go. So, uh, especially that uh, <clears throat> they uh, the run, the run by uh, uh, Ford. He he, the one he did yeah. on the sideline, and the uh, it's like whoa, man, they, that that should never happen. Uh, <laughs> that really cracked the uh, that really cracked the game open. That was definitely did. Numbers. And then the yeah. touchdown, the touchdown, uh, Russell too. So yes. Um, but other than that, man, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely... still not. I'm mm-hmm. still not convinced on, on Tayamu though. He played decent though. I think yeah, I think he played decent, but um, I think yeah, I think he played decent. He but, went uh, uh, twenty for twenty-seven. We'll see. Two hundred and nine yards and just one touchdown. I mean, he got good passer rating, so. I just wasn't a big fan of him in college. Uh, that's and Ole Miss I mean, was killing. He was kind of inconsistent, man. I mean, he had he had two first round receivers around him, and still didn't really win a bowl game. So I mean, it, and his play was gotta, very inconsistent. It was very inconsistent play in college. You gotta think too. This is his first professional game, so. Um, Starting out, you Wait. Know. yeah, I, I'll mm-hmm. give him credit. He, he took, I thought he took care of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. no definitely, picks. and that run down um, the field he made was crazy. Yeah, that cracked the game open. So. Yeah, well, we'll see though. We'll see. I, I'm gonna give this kid, a, I'm gonna g- still give this kid a chance. Uh, he plays, uh, who we play next week? 
They play they they play uh uh Houston next week, so we'll definitely see. Ooh. At Houston. At Houston. Ooh, we'll definitely see. That's um, definitely gonna be game to watch. I'll say that. And then man, we're gonna jump to the game of the week. And I'm definitely not biased on this one. I lie, I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> the game of the week, man. The Seattle Dragons, which was the best game from votes online, votes on Twitter, votes on Facebook. That was the best game um, of the week. Minus, uh, I mean, I know the Houston and, and Wildcats game um, was right behind it, but um, if it was closer, if the game was close, I'm sure it would have been uh, probably a little better than the D.C. and Drake, uh, D.C. and Seattle game, but um, I still see Seattle and D.C. game, man, uh, number one. Uh, yep. Oh, I give, totally agree. Yeah, definitely. Totally. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> first of all, the game brung in on ABC uh, three hundred and three hundred and I mean, I'm sorry, not three hundred, three million, three point three million, and it capped off at four million from four forty five to five o'clock, which was the end of the game. So that was a lot of views coming from what the AAF did uh, their first. Week they did like uh oh the first game was uh which was uh the San Antonio and San Diego game and that did like two point nine on CBS so that's a good start man from uh from where we came from and sources are saying that uh that the XFL has sold more tickets total than the AAF did I'm sorry they sold more tickets so far. Than the AAF did in total, which is huge. Um, but other than that, man, the the game was was good. Cardell showed up, man. He played a great game, great solid game. Um, sixteen for twenty six, two hundred thirty five yards, two touchdowns, a one sixteen passer rating. Um, then you got Eli Rogers going off, man. Seventy three yards receiving, six uh, receptions. Uh, Rashad Ross, my man, had a touchdown, fifty-three yards receiving, two uh, fifty-three yards receiving, two receptions. Uh, Kari Lee with a big touchdown off the uh, trick play, uh, did, played a big part in the game as well. I still think the punt block broke it open, but uh, still, man, Jarrell Presley, man, uh, thirty-one yards. He he had a, a a couple big rushes, even though he only rushed for thirty-one yards, but. He had a couple big rushes yeah. uh, for first down, um, and then uh, Kenneth Farrell was uh, was pretty good too. He had forty one yards. Brandon Silvers played a. Uh, I think had, he, I he, think he played well. But minus his two picks, man. If he didn't throw them two picks. No. Okay, yeah, but the second pick was not on him. The receiver slipped. Hey, look, it's football, man. <laughs> yeah, but. You can't really blame that on on a quarterback. I mean, he was expecting the guy to complete the route, and he didn't. He slipped. LJ, it's football. Ain't no excuses, man. Ain't no excuses. <laughs> I told you. I my mean, bias. what can what can what can you do? I I mean, you I don't nah. I don't care, man. You can't just you can't blame that on uh, Brandon Silver's receiver didn't do his job. Bias. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, man. But I, my, I mean, minus that, he he did play uh, a decent. I think game. he did play real good. Yeah. Now the first yards. pick, 
Yeah, I, I I'll say the first pick he could have. I think um he was eye eyeballing his receiver, and I mean that that was an easy that was gonna be an easy pick for Raheem Bull. All he had to do was just uh read the quarterback's eyes. So um yeah definitely yeah I'll, I'll give that I'll give that I'll put that on him, but not the sec not the pick six, and that lost in the game. Matter of fact, yeah for real. So. Yeah. Um, his definitely his favorite target was Austin Pro. He dogged us, man. Eighty eight yards, two touchdowns. Um Wow, Austin Pro. Uh I thought Keenan Reynolds was gonna be the guy the guy who um would be big for them, but no, Austin Pro, a, a guy I never heard of. I mean, I know him because of his father. That's the only reason why I would I would know him, but no, other than that, um he came out I- of nowhere. I thought five uh, catches, eighty-eight yards, two touchdowns. I thought Kenan Reynolds was going to be the go-to too, but um, and I had him fantasy. I had uh, Kenan Reynolds on fantasy, so um, yeah, that was that was a, a shocker to me. Um, other than that, man, it was it was definitely a, a good game. Like I said, uh, so oh, the so I'm just going to talk about the uh, the overall. Uh, experience from the game uh, from being there um it was loud for one fans was in it oh yeah man yes, sir. Fan, fans was in it so i was in section 132 i was right next to the the standing section and they was beyond lit man they had the shields up uh throwing the shields on the field man it was crazy like oh my goodness um just the atmosphere it's just ridiculous there. Um, it feels like is it? It feel like uh, like when they talk when they when they uh, talk about the Seattle Seahawks Stadium, uh, they always talk about how the volume of the stands and the, of the fans project down onto the field. And I felt that small area. I felt like it was just beyond loud, and I, that's what I felt like. I felt like it was just the 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 crowd was just crazy, man. And I really enjoyed myself, man. Me and Brett had a ball. Shout out to Brett. Um, we got there a little early. Uh, caught the fan fest. Uh, pretty fun. They had uh, they was giving out stickers. They having create your shield. Uh, they was having create your shield table. Um, they had the sand lot where people were doing the pre gaming and uh. I guess you could say tailgating, but it really wasn't a parking lot. It was just like an open area where they was doing drinks and stuff. Uh, okay. They had live music. Uh, I think that was the name. The name was Black Alley. Shout out to Black Alley. Uh, they did their thing. Um, then, which was which was what was really dope, man, was the entrance. Right. So, like when you come in, when you come in, walking up to Audi Field, they had this big old Defenders uh, inflatable. Uh, I guess arc you can say I don't know. And okay, oh, you're t- you're you know talking, about talking about the right? uh, yeah the inflatable gate. Yeah, yeah, so, I saw that. I, I um, I wonder if they're gonna do that for every game, or are they just or they were just doing that for fan fest. I hope they do that every game. That was pretty neat. So my experience from that was, man. So we walking up to the the gate and the inflatable gate, and I'm I'm walking right beside Cardio Jones, man. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> I see the whole team. Like, that's what a team came through. That was so dope. They get off the bus, they walk through the 
the inflatable gate and walked up to the stadium, man. It was had people was taking pictures, people was recording. It was so like interactive, man. Fan interactive. It was it was fan interactions. It was so crazy. And I was I walked I walked beside Cardell Jones. I was like, I told Brett, I was like, man, look, that's Cardell Jones. He was like, who? I said Cardell Jones, man. And it's crazy. He didn't even know who Cardell Jones was. He was just dead the game. <laughs> but it, he, just he had it. fun though. Yeah. Yeah, he just wanted to see some football. <laughs> that's, and that's everybody, man. Like everybody just want to see football. They want to bet on football. They want to play fantasy. Um and, and that's just all it is. That's just that's what people want and, and that's what the XFL is bringing. That's why I think that they doing something good. It's a good start, man. Um they doing everything the right way. It's it's no I no complaining. I mean, you still got the fans that say it's not going to be like the NFL. It's never going to be. It's not supposed to be like the NFL. It's its own league. It's own. Right. It's, it's its own entity. Like nobody wants it to be like the NFL. We want it to be like the XFL. Let fans enjoy. You know what they want to enjoy. Uh, so overall, man, I, I would definitely recommend anybody that's going. I know the New York game is going to be crazy, especially with uh, DC about to play a, a one and no team. So. You got two one and O's about the clash, so we just need all our <clears throat> our defender fans out there, man, being loud. So, um, the attendance was pretty good. Uh, it was a sellout. Oh yeah, it was a sellout, but uh, a lot of people didn't show. I saw a lot of empty seats, but it definitely was a sellout. So, yeah, eighty five percent of the stadium was filled. Probably a little more than that. It was seventeen thousand. Uh, 163 uh, in attendance uh, Saturday, so that's a lot. As, and then, to be honest, all the team, all the stadiums averaged around 17.5, somewhere around there. Uh, you had Houston at 17.815, New York at 17.634, and Dallas at 17.206. So um, I see a lot of 17s. And I saw somebody uh, talk about um, the AAF. Uh, first weekend of uh, weekend of attendance and uh, San Antonio blew them out the water with like I think they had like twenty nine in attendance and um, he, Orlando had twenty uh, thousand in attendance but at the end of the day the XFL beat them in T rating so uh, that was good man it's def- and definitely ticket sales uh, I'm curious to see what the uh, the St Louis uh, <clears throat> Battle Hawks and uh, well, the St. Louis Battlehawks attendance is going to look. Oh yeah, and the Dragons attendance is going to look because they the top uh, top in ticket sales and season ticket sales. So, I'm definitely want to see what they stadium will look like. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what uh, St. Louis. I heard a lot of hype about their fan base. Uh, I heard they really missed football mm-hmm. uh, for St. Louis. They do. Um, I want to say. I just want to say, you know, I think in, state, in terms of stadiums, I think in the future, um, the XFL should look for uh, smaller venues. You know, you know, say if this, if this league um, really, you know, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If this league really thrives. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, this league really thrives. I think in the future for expansion, I think they should look for smaller venues like uh, Audi Field. You know, yeah. uh, just make it just make it look great on TV. Yeah, one of the um, fans, one of the one of the New York Guardian fans was saying that they should play their games in 
the Red Bull Arena instead of uh, right. Red Life. <clears throat> yeah, Red Bull Arena. That's exactly what I thought when when I first um, got the stadiums. I'm like, why don't they play at a soccer at a soccer stadium? There's not that many people. I mean, not that many when, it, when the capacity is not that big. So it's, yeah, I mean, you did you I, so so you got you got that um you got that idea of of playing in a smaller stadium. So what happens when the league grows? You know what I'm saying? Then you got to keep moving stadiums. So. I kind of get both. I kind of get both. You want to start in a smaller stadium so that way, you know, fans could start liking the XFL and get into it, you know, and then it look good mm-hmm. on TV when the stadium full. But if you got a stadium like MetLife, they only using the lower part of the bowl. And then, you know, if it don't fill up, it ain't going to look right with the second and third level empty. And you got the bottom bowl, bottom of the bowl looking, you know, kind of Dalmatian-y. <laughs> and then – um a good uh, and also a good takeaway of using the NFL stadium is once fans start coming in, we start getting all the fans from all over the place that's coming in to see Seattle games or whatever, uh, or New York games. They can start opening the second level. You know what I'm saying? Like get more, right. get more fans in the in the, in the bowl, more ticket sales. Um, I'm sure ticket sales are going to go up. I'm sure attendance is going to go up, but. <clears throat> with us having uh, the team at Audi Field, we don't have any other. <laughs> what else are we going to do? We only could hold 20,000. So, you know, I guess mm-hmm. it's the first 20,000 to sell and then all the rest of them be a standing tickets. So I saw they had a lot of people standing up uh, around the Heineken. What is that? The Heineken Lounge or something? You know uh, Heineken. Yeah, the Heineken Lounge. Uh, you can call it the Heineken. It's really called the Heineken Rooftop, but you can call it the Heineken Lounge. Yeah. I saw a lot of people standing up there. Um, I saw a lot of people in their suites, like the little area where the suites are. So that was dope. Um, what else can I say about the game? Uh, like I said, overall, great experience, man. Great. Um, I'm definitely going. I'm. I'm. A, I'm going to top it off uh, with the, the 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 player. I'm going to say offensive player. The def- what do we call it? The defender. Defender, the defender of, of the week. Defender of the week. So we're gonna call it the defender of the week. So me and LJ are gonna pick <clears throat> our best offensive and defensive defender of the week. So on offense, I'm gonna go first. So on offense, I'm gonna say uh, on offense, I'm gonna say Cardio Jones, man. Uh, I'm gonna stick with uh, Cardio Jones. Uh, we we pretty much got what we got because of him, um, to be honest, because he was throwing that thing, man. Um, right. And no interceptions. So you can't say he gave the game away if, if we would have lost. So um, definitely play his part. Um, and then on the defensive side, I'm going to say Raheem Moore, man. Big plays. Yeah, that the dude was big, all big over the plays. place. Yeah, big plays. Raheem Moore, uh, he had a pick. Um, two tackles, <laughs> and, and, and he played uh, a big part. Uh, I was going to say, uh, was it Brandon Sylvie, but um, with his pick and his pick six, but uh, I definitely want to say Raheem Moore, man, because he he played a big part, and I, it, it, it's definitely like it's definitely was it definitely was close because I had Raheem Moore, I had Brandon Sylvie, and I had uh, Elijah Campbell. All three, but I just probably pick uh, 
um, Raheem Moore because he was all, like like you said he was all over the place, big defensive guy. So I see him getting picked up in the off season, man. It'd be crazy not to pick him up. He looks dominant, like he looks like he ready to play on a higher level. So um, yeah, that, those are my picks, man. What you got? Yes, um, <laughs> it's. Um... I guess I'm just going to be repeating what you just said because my offensive pick is Cardell Jones, 300 total yards, two touchdowns, no picks, uh, making plays through the air, through the ground. Um, in terms of pick, through the ground, in terms of uh, picking up yard, picking up yardage, um, being dangerous, picking up first downs as well. Um, I I thought his deep ball game was very accurate. Uh, I know he he had a 70 yard. Uh, Throw to uh, Simi Cobbs, another deep ball to uh, Rashad Ross. Um, yeah. Uh, and my defensive player of the week, my defensive defender of the week, um, is Raheem Moore. Raheem Moore was, like I said, he was all over the place, uh, made plays um, in the air, uh, played the ball well, uh, got himself a pick. Got himself a stop on a two two point conversion, um, yeah. Nice, nice. So we pretty much uh pretty much the same on it. Like I said, my defensive players could have went either way, but I just think uh, Rahimo was definitely key for uh for the defensive side. <clears throat> so we're gonna um jump into um the the player of the week. Player, I got mine in mind, so I already got mine written oh. down. Uh, my player, so do I. My player of the week, and and we we could do this uh, every Monday, man. Uh, coming from the weekend, so we just pick a player from around the league who stood out the most in all four games. So um, I'm gonna start on the player of the week, and I'm gonna go with uh, PJ Walker, man. It's no other definition is no other take is no other what can, what, what can you say like it's, it's nothing else you can say man it's just he just he stood out for me uh he was slinging it man he looked vicious out there he looked nice out there um and it, it looked like he was just back at temple man he looked like he was just killing him man two uh 23 for 39 265 yards four touchdowns and then the interception late but um yeah, I mean you 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 can't you can't really speak uh, nothing other than that, man. He did his thing and he stood out and he played like he was <laughs> at a professional game. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I was all about who you who you want to go with. Um, yeah, PJ Walker, uh, no brainer here. Four only quarterback with four touchdowns, two hundred sixty five yards passing. Um, like I said, man, he. I think this could this is the MVP right here for um the XFL. And I think he could be the face of the league, you know. <laughs> At least for this year, because I, I can definitely see him get, get picked up by somebody. Passer rating at one thirty three. One thirty three passer rating right there. <laughs> so, so um we definitely yeah, we definitely PJ agree Walker. on that. We definitely yeah. agree on that. <clears throat> um uh, and then I want to. I definitely want to throw a couple honorable mentions in the in the uh, 
in, in the in, on this list. Well, not even a list. It's just a of the week player of the week, and it's not even actually. It's not even a player. Uh, I definitely want to talk about um, a defense, which is two defenses, and, and it's crazy too. So first of all, I'm gonna start off with all right. So honorable mention for player of the week, which is not a player, but I'm gonna say DC's defense. Well, it'd be following PJ Walker and New York's defense will be following DC's defense. And coming into the XFL, um, the league early this the early this season, um, it was a lot of talk saying that you know they made all the rules to kind of benefit the offense. But man, can we please give some credit to the defense because they definitely did their thing. DC's defense definitely did their thing. New York's defense definitely did their thing. Um, what about Houston, St. Louis? Houston, Houston defense did their thing too, and I, I think I think St. Louis and Dallas was definitely a, a defensive game. But like I said, the offenses didn't look acclimated. They didn't look like you know that they was practicing. Before. Like they never, they looked like they never practiced before. I don't know, but like I said, Philip Nelson was in there, and it's not Landry Jones. Uh, Tiamo played good. Tiamo played good. Um, but because I, I really can't, I really can't speak on St. Louis and Dallas's defense only because um, both offenses didn't look like they were well, they were well oiled. It just looked like they was all over the place. I mean, Grant, like I oh, said, Grant, oh, oh, mm-hmm. uh, something just hit me. Uh, did, I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, good, go ahead. Something just hit me. Didn't St. Louis just lose their offensive coordinator like a couple of Saint, weeks ago? Yeah, St. Louis lost their offensive coordinator before the season started. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Um, that's going to be something um, uh, if you're a St. Louis Battlehawk fan listening to us. <laughs> um, I think that's going to be something to keep an eye on. That could be a factor in the, in their, in the way their offense is. And that but um, I would say this. Um, they had over 100 yards rushing, though. Matt Jones played well. He did. Did you see Matt Jones? He yeah, did. he played well. And, and uh, Christian Michael. Oh, yeah, Christian Michael played well. He got some tough Jordan yards. Jordan I wouldn't say he I – didn't, I wouldn't say he dominated, but he got a lot of tough yards, though. <clears throat> he definitely got a lot of tough yards. Um, okay. Well, I take that back. <laughs> Oh my! I think he must have got he must have got sacked because he had, he got like they say he got seven attempts but zero yards. But I remember him running the ball, so he must have got sacked a couple. He did, matter of fact, not sacked. I'm sorry, tackled behind the line. So he did get tackled behind the line. You know they subtract yards if you get tackled behind the line. So, okay. but but Ford Ford definitely got tough yards. And Matt Jones, he played good. He oh my goodness, 85 yards. Wow. So he was their key carrier. He played. Yeah, I mean, as you look back, as I think back, yeah, he played a decent game, man. Matt Jones. Um, yeah, eighty-five yards. Um, I'm a former Redskins, so that put it. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm a Redskins man, so that puts a smile on my face. So yeah, <laughs> Pearson L played good too. He had 64, 64 yards. So, I mean, I say that to say this. I mean, like I said, it's. I'm not sleeping on St. Louis or Dallas defense. I just think that both offenses was kind of off a little bit, you know, with with Philip Philip Nelson being playing, uh, Philip Nelson playing, and not Landry Jones. And 
I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, they St. Louis the offense played decent. So, um, but like I said, around the league, the uh, before the league season started, it was a whole lot of people speculating that offense is going to be the thing for this league. Uh, all the rules are benefiting the offense, and the defense is not getting no love. So, what, I mean, what, what do you think about that? Seeing the defense play this weekend. Seeing the defense playing this weekend, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I just, I never thought about that this week. Um, I forgot all about that. And I think I'm the one who brought it up, matter of fact, earlier. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think that shows just how um, good the defenses are um, in terms of. Just uh yeah, in terms of how the rules are, I think yeah, you just gotta give your de- the defense props for all the um teams who play good defense in terms of not letting the other opponents score, like uh New York, um, you DC defenders defense. You think you think the defense like played like on the same level as New York's? Man, yes. Yes, and, then, and that's you, why I said. You do? Yes, and that's why I said it's gonna be a good game. Uh, I can't really. We gonna matter of fact. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna answer that until after the game next week because we really gonna see. But as of last week, um, with this past weekend, I, I would say that it was equal. I mean, like they both played good defense, man. It was like you you can't really pick because they both played good defense. I mean, I would probably edge out uh, DC because I'm biased, but. Um, but yeah, they de- they definitely played good defense. Bradley, uh, Bradley Sylvie had a pick. Ramar, uh, Raheem Moore had a pick. Um, Elijah Campbell blocked the punt, and uh, Celeste got the touch. You know, the Celeste had fell on it in the in the uh, end zone. Right. And then, and then yeah, Jonathan, I know. I know. And then Jonathan Massacre got a, a sack. So you know what I'm saying? Like, if they if if they all over and you know it's gonna be tough because we playing Matt McGoin, so if they all over Matt McGoin like that and getting pick sixes and getting sacks and stuff like that, it's going to be a good game, you know. And you gotta think, Cardell can't make no mistakes, man. He can't make no mistakes. They okay. Out there. Um, all right. Let me. T- I, I want to uh, say that. Yeah, I gotta say New York. Probably, I'll give New York the edge on defense. They, I think there's in terms of turnovers, uh, we're we're pretty much equal. I think we both had, I want to no no, dang New York even got more turnovers, created more turnovers than us. Would they? How many picks they uh, got? I, they got two, but they forced a fumble. Oh yeah 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 yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. Jamal Summers ran it back. Yeah. Oh no no no, we got the same amount because you count the block punt. And like that also counts as a fumble, so That's true. yeah, we both got three turnovers. But I would say both defense. It seems like the weakness in both defenses is is, is uh, stopping the run. We gave um, we gave up ninety seven rush rushing yards against Seattle. I want to um, bring that bring that up. And New York, I, I know they like. <laughs> They kind of whooped Tampa Bay, but they gave up 150 yards on the ground. So I think you know whoever. So we got to focus ball, on we got to focus on running then because Jarrell Preston, right. 
Jarrell Presley got to go off, man. And Pumphrey, I don't know what Pumphrey was doing. He had four tens and five yards. So, oh, we we, we ain't even talk about uh, Simi Collins, man. <laughs> he had one reception for seventy yards. That was huge. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I say yeah. He caught a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Today yeah, from Cardio Jones. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we got we definitely got to focus on more running there because as right. you can see, they can't they they struggling to they stuck they struggling to stop the runs. Oh, and another thing, we only had one sack compared to New York. New York had four sacks on on Tampa Bay. Mm. So I, I mean, seeing this as a defensive matchup, I mean, and and don't forget, this was a close. That the DC defenders game was a very was a close game. It was a very close game if it wasn't for the pick six. Right. So um, yeah, I don't know. I think it could be. I don't know. I think this could be a, a old school ground and pound game. <laughs> uh, both teams run the ball. New York can New York can run the ball too. I think New York is capable of running the football as oh, yeah. well. Uh, with, with Trey, they definitely got the the talent to do it. Tim Cook, uh, that that dude Victor. Yeah, he gonna run something over. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be an interesting game. Um. <clears throat> I want to definitely talk about the uh, – so per uh, sports news, they have a power ranking out, sportsnews.com. They have a power ranking out. Um, and it could have – the power ranking could have went either way as far as the number one uh, number one team, which is the Roughnecks going number one, D.C. two, St. Louis three, New York four, Seattle five, Tampa uh, six, LA seven, Dallas eight. So the number one slot could have went either way. To be honest, I probably would have put DC at one, but just as just hold on, they put they put who at eighth in eighth place? Dallas. I would have swapped them. Yeah, they they got they got Dallas. They got Dallas at eighth, man. They got Dallas at eighth. Okay, really. I I know what I think I saw that on Instagram for uh, XFL XFL analysis, right? Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Nah, I wouldn't put Dallas in eighth in eighth place. Why wouldn't you? Like, what would be? The, what would make you put them in seventh or even six? Like, okay, so how would? Okay, so this. Okay, so this is my this. This was this was what I think that the power ranking should be: DC one, Houston two. St. Louis, no, New York for uh, New York three, St. Louis four, um, and the O the O the O ones, I the first the first O one I will have probably yeah, the drag the dragons up there, um. Okay, I, I yeah I'll, I'll say that too. The, the, as the O one, I think the dragons should definitely uh, be fifth, um, and then six I will probably put. Uh, LA, I put LA at six, um, and I would put Dallas at seventh and Tampa Bay at eighth, only because the points. I'm going off the points. Like, what, look, look what they did to the opposing team. Like, I wouldn't put, you know, Dallas all the way at the. I mean, uh, oh, all the way at yeah, the bottom. I, yeah, I would put LA before Tampa, and I would put Tampa and have Dallas yeah. at seventh. Yeah. So how would you have? Okay. Is that the same, or or how would you have it? Yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I, I yeah, I'll play it like that. I agree okay. with that. Yeah. Um so like I said, that's just power rankings. You got I mean, <clears throat> it can definitely change next week, so um but okay. that's the power rankings. Um then you got uh you got the standings, which is uh let's see. you got I'm sure you got oh, so in the east in the east you're gonna have um you're gonna have New York first, St. Louis second, third DC, fourth Tampa. I don't even like that, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're going off the touchdown. They put New so. York first and second St. Louis. Yeah, I think they're going off the, the touchdown plus and minus. What yeah. why that that makes no sense at all. Yeah, they got the touchdown plus and minus. So they got New York first, St. Louis second, DC third, and Tampa fourth. I mean, that's 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 I'll, what they got on XFL.com. No, really? X. Oh, no, man. I'll put D.C. first. Then New York, then St. Louis, and Tampa. Yeah, then okay. New I, York, then St. Louis. I'll that's put what they D.C. Got. first. And then in the West, they got Houston, Seattle, Dallas, and, and L.A. I would probably switch L.A. and Dallas. But other than that, yeah. um, so that that's the standings. And then we have uh, – the upcoming games for upcoming games for this week, man. First game on the, the Saturday slate, we got New York and DC at two o'clock. Then we got Tampa at Seattle at five o'clock on uh, Sunday slate. Dallas at LA at three o'clock, and I see they change changing the time from three to five, uh, three to six, instead of two to five. So. Um, and then the six o'clock game will be St. Louis and Houston. I'm definitely excited to see, of course, our game first is the, the New York and DC. But um, I'm very curious to see what the St. Louis and Houston game will look like Sunday night. Uh, what's your takes on the uh, upcoming game? Um, I'm very excited to see the DC, the uh, Defenders and Guardians game. Um, yeah, and oh, and. I'm I'm excited to see the Vipers and Dragons games. You know, um, both teams zero and one. Um, I mean, I see this as an opportunity for uh, someone to get to um, be one and one, and you know, possibly possibly build off of that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, and yes, I hope uh, Quinn Flores get the start at quarterback. You know, I think to. not only would that be good, not only would that be good, uh, possibly for Tampa. I think this would be good for the league because he reminds me of uh, a Lamar of Lamar Jackson. I could so, say that. Yeah, he reminds me of Lamar Jackson, and he could be the XFL version if, um, that's if uh, Mark, that's if um, Mark Tresson wants to, um, put him as a starter first of all, and you know. Call plays at his uh, at his strength. Use them like how the Ravens use uh, Lamar Jackson. That's how I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be smart. Or maybe uh, like a yeah, maybe do a, a little Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. You know, like what New Orleans do. Yep. Have him play everything. Yeah, that's that's how oh, he yeah. was. That's how he. That's how had, that's how they had him at the beginning of the game. They had him coming in in, in different packages with Aaron Murray, right. but. Because uh, he, 
He is electric. If you see his highlights on YouTube, for you, he's from USF. Mm-hmm. He was electric at uh, USF, University of South Florida. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think he could be a factor in that game. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> another game that I'm looking forward to: uh, Dallas and LA. Hopefully, uh, Landry Jones and Josh mm. Johnson start that game. I so, think about I think, that. Right. So I think you know that should be a yeah, good game. Yeah, that's yeah. If they both start, look out. This could be a shootout. Um, Matter of fact, I think this will be a classic game. <laughs> Hopefully, man. Two I want to say it right now. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> and then we, go ahead. And then we got Battlehawks versus Roughnecks. Um, so Battlehawks defense looked pretty solid. I think we both could agree on that against Dallas. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they had they were playing a backup quarterback, Philip Nelson. So the offense was kind of out of sync. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't fluent, you know, because they had a backup quarterback. Um, and I thought the backup quarterback didn't play. Real bad. I, like I didn't think. I thought he kept them in the game in terms of like keeping the ball and stuff. So, um. Anyway, this will be a test of Philip Walker. <laughs> so far, the league's MVP right now. Um. Can this defense uh find a way to slow him down? That's going to be a big question for uh, St. Louis. Definitely. So, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um. Yeah, this is exciting. This is going to be a very exciting week on paper. Definitely. I'm definitely excited to see that. <clears throat> and, um, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, so that, that's that's the take, man. I I I, I think the league is uh, off to a good start. Um, the the followers has boosted. Followers boosted on both Twitter, Instagram. Um, still got people getting added to the Facebook group. Um. Ticket sales still booming. Um, they working on the the second game now, trying to get tickets up there. Um, merch, man, wow. <laughs> what else can I say about man? Merch has been out the door. Like, soon as we get into the stadium, people are already on merch. Then you look online, man. XFLShop.com. Go get y'all merch, man. Um, those been booming out the door too. Like, I see a lot of stuff that sold out. A lot of DC defender stuff that sold out. Uh, I see people are definitely um, jumping on the league, man, trying to get what they can or see what they could see before, you know, before, you know, anything happens. But, you know, we praying and hope that nothing does because this is what we love. I see a lot of positive feedback from um, social media, people loving it, man. Uh, a lot of celebrities loving it. A lot of uh, NFL players loving it. Um, right. I, I saw Troy Aikman was at the Dallas game. Uh, he he, loving it. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I like how um, even former NFL players are like are liking the league. You know, like Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> Pat McAfee was um, very entertaining to listen to. I hope he, you know, I hope he does more ESPN games <laughs> on X on XFL. So definitely, um, yeah. They so they they have in the uh, on XFL dot com. I was at the game and they have customized jerseys now, man. That's dope. So you could get the uh, 
<laughs> the iron ore ones, or you can get the authentic ones. So I'm thinking about, um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm still deciding. I I'd rather just get regular merch and then maybe get a jersey. Um, maybe in the off season I might get a jersey, might man, or maybe or maybe before the the season starts next year. Because you never know, man. With this league, you never know. Uh, I'm not saying as far as the existence. I'm just talking about as far as the players. You never know who stays and who goes. So. Yeah. Um. Also, I saw a lot of Cardell Jones jerseys out on at Audi Field. Mm-hmm. They were selling it in the uh, pro shop. I, oh, they were. Yeah. Okay. Pro shop. So I was dope. wondering where they got them from. It's a lot of okay. stuff that was in the pro shop that's not online, and it was crazy, man. Oh. So that was nice. Uh, so they had the jacket. They had a little bubble jacket uh, in the pro shop. Um, they had a lot of stuff, man. A lot of good, decent, like hats, different hats that I ain't seen on online. So you go, and they had a lot of decals in there, magnets. If you go in there, keychains. If you go in the pro shop, you're going to see uh, some different stuff in, in the pro shop than you see online, which is uh, very good, man, because you could, you can see people wearing it. You'd be like, dang, where they get that from? And then you'd be like, I, I got it from the Audi field. Um, I like the what's the coach for New York, the coach, the head coach. Uh, Gilbride. Yeah, I saw he had the starter jacket. You know the little um, I don't know if it's the mm-hmm. brand. The brand that he had was starter, but those remind me of the starter jackets. So he had the New York Guardian starter jacket. I wonder if we could get a defenders one like that. I saw players with them uh with them on. I saw a lot of uh what's the dude named TJ the uh announcer dude from the stadium. He had his black defenders jacket on. I like so. Um, hopefully they get more stuff like that in, like jackets and coats, man, because it, be it was kind of chilly at the game, man. My, my fingertips was freezing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, my hands, man, were miserable <laughs> that game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, like I said, uh, great week for football, great week for the XFL, um, great week for just an experience period. Uh like I say, I recommend anybody that wants to go to the game, go to the game, man. Um, I've seen a lot of dudes on Twitter that actually bought tickets um, for games, but they just wanted to support. They knew they weren't going to make it. They was like, dude, one dude said he's from Arkansas. He wasn't going to make none of the games, but he bought the tickets. So that was dope. Um, go ahead. Oh, no, I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh I think this will cap off uh, this week's episode, man. Definitely excited for this upcoming week, and um, definitely look to look forward to dropping the episode maybe Friday, and we gonna give y'all our picks. Y'all notice we ain't do uh, picks this time, so we gonna give y'all our picks on Friday of um, who we think we gonna actually break it down more of who we think will be uh, the winners of those games, and then we gonna. Uh, pick uh some season mvps and all types of stuff man so stay tuned for the next episode episode four and we are moving but we moving at a nice pace and not too slow not too fast so giving y'all enough content in between weeks or and um just try to keep it moving man so anything else you got lj no, sir. Yep. So we're going to end off with uh, our DC song one more time, man. And I uh, holler at y'all, man. Next week, peace. I'm LJ. Yep, DJ. We out.
Don't, don't, don't hide. Put your hands up high. Yeah. Put your hands up high. Don't touch.